blessed you or not, but uh, it's blessed me. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26. He said, ponder. Simply think about it. Give attention to it. Ponder the path of thy feet. Let all thy ways be established. Solomon said to ponder the path your feet is on this morning, this evening. The path these days would literally be a road. It'd be a, a trailway. It's called by the way in the text. And Solomon said that everybody needs to think about the road they're on. Everybody needs to contemplate the road and the direction they are heading in today. Ponder the path of your feet. Where are you at, at? Where are you at and where are you heading? Solomon said, that's what you need to ponder. And where you finally end up at. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. We find that the Lord Jesus begins to speak in Matthew and tells us that there are two, two paths that an individual can be on. There are only two ways that an individual can be on. There are only two roads that a, when it boils down to it, everyone is either on one road or the other road, the other path. Matthew chapter 7, verse number 13, our Savior is closing out His message on the Sermon of the Mount. Enter ye into the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Our Savior is closing this message out. He said that. He said that broad is the road that leads to destruction. But I'm so glad he does not leave us hopeless. I'm so glad he doesn't leave us wandering on this road of destruction. Verse number 14, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning, this evening, Lord. We just thank you for what you've done, what you're doing. Lord, just help us and uplift us and encourage us, Father. We ask you to bless those who are not here, bless those who are here. Help us to be what we need to be. In Jesus' name we do pray. Preaching tonight on pondering your path. Do you ever think about the road that you are on this evening? You ever think about the direction you're heading in? You ever think about what path you're on this morning? This, morning, uh, this evening, Jesus highlights the fact that there are only two. And I realize the world is much more broad-minded when it comes to this subject. But Jesus says there's only two paths, there are only two ways, there are only two roads that an individual in this world can be on today. One of them is the broad road that leads to hell, that leads to destruction. And the other is a narrow way, that straight road that leads to life and, and to heaven this, this evening. Can I tell you this, this, the truth? It's impossible to be on both roads at the same time. Can I say that again? 
It is impossible to be on both roads at the same time. It's impossible to be on the broad road and on the narrow road at the same time. That doesn't make sense. That's like saying you're fat and skinny all in the same breath. It does not make sense. But people like to doing that. It's impossible to say I'm on the broad road, but I'm also on that narrow road. It doesn't work that way. You're either on the broad road or you're either on the narrow road. You're on that broad road that leads to hell and destruction or you're on that narrow road that leads to life eternal everlasting. The broad road is obviously has many lanes on it to travel on. You can be on the lane of education and and that leads to hell on the broad road. You can you can be in the lane of sex, drugs, alcohol, that leads uh, uh, to the death and hell and destruction. You can be on that religious road, on the broad road, that leads us, that, that you think you're religious, and it leads you to hell this evening. Some people think their good works is going to get them into heaven. You can be on that lane, uh, broad lane of atheism. You can stick your head in a hole and act like Jesus and God does not exist and you'll be on that road to destruction and to hell. There, there, can I say this? There are a million ways on the broad road tonight. But you can mark it down. There's only one lane on the narrow road. In fact, it's so narrow tonight that there's only one lane, for, room for one lane on this road. There are so few that's getting on this narrow way. There's not a need for more lanes on the narrow way because there's so few getting on there. And that road tonight is paid with the blood of our Savior. This lane tonight is a narrow-minded lane. People can call us narrow-minded. They say we need to have a broad mind to accept this or accept that. No, thank you. I'll keep the narrow mind. I'll keep the narrow mind. I believe if you're a man or woman, you end up heaven this morning, there's only one way to get there, and that is through Jesus Christ. Jesus himself says, I am the door. You can't get there no other way. You can hug a tree. You can, you can pray to a, a pitcher. You can use your rosary beads. Whatever you want to do. But Jesus said, I am the door. No man comes to the Father except by me. So I'd like to ponder the path that we're on tonight just for a little bit. I want you to ponder the path that you're on. There are only two roads that we have to ponder. I like to look at the broad road first. Some things about the broad road, and I, and I see it more and more every day. We, we've talked about it Sunday night and the things that's going on just in our community here. There's an attraction on the broad road. Can I say the broad road is appealing? It's attractive this morning, this evening. You, you may ask, why is the broad road 
to destruction. Why is it so appealing? Why is it so attractive? Well, because it is broad. You can do whatever you want to do on the broad road. You can be whatever you want to be on the broad road. There's no rules. There's no regulations. There's no God judging or condemning you. There's no preacher pointing his finger at you. There is no Bible on the broad way. And let me say, listen, you can do whatever you want to do on the broad way, and it is attracted and appealing to the people today. You can just hang out on the broad way and be what you want to do and let it all hang out. Amen. We know that. We see it happening. We see people in, the, in our community doing these weird things now. You can be whatever you want to be on the prod road. You can be a homosexual. You can be a pansexual. You can be a non-sexual. You can even be a, a born a Leslie and want to become a Leonard, a born a Leonard and want to become a Leslie. And, and nobody looks at you any different because, hey, I'm on the broad road and everybody accepts what we're doing on this broad road that we're on today. It's appealing to the young people today. It's, it's attracted to the young people today. And can I say this? I see it start to slip into the churches today. Uh, the old time preachers used to get up and preach, rant, snort, spit, and everything else. But now you see them getting up, oh, cut off blue jeans, my tie-dye shirt, Got a little strobe lights going on in the background here. Smoke come across the stage. We want to look like the world because we want to attract the world. And let me just say this. If you're looking like the world and you're attracting the world, you're not the house of God tonight. The broad road is appealing. It's attractive today. People don't like to have regulations. People don't have to have rules. People don't want, uh, uh, they want something to tell them they can and cannot do this. You, you can have premarital sex and, and have a child say, hey, I don't want this. I'll just kill it. And everybody says, that's okay because it's allowed on the broad road today. You can do that. It's appealing. It's attractive. You can join up with Charles Darwin and believe six million billion years ago that you, a little amoeba, crawled up out of the tap pond and became a tadpole and had walked away for another million years and all of a sudden you grew feet and grew a tail and swung through the trees. Uh, and if you want to believe that and you want to hold on to that, uh, that's what they're telling them and that's what they're teaching him. And it sounds so appealing to people today. I'm not accounting for anything I do. I'm on the broad way and there's nobody to judge me. appealing it's attractive and what scares me this thing that's going on down here is going to be appealing and attractive to the young people in this community why not why not hey i can go there and be what i want nobody can tell me i can't be this nobody can't tell me i can't dress up like a woman i can't dress up like a man hey everything's accepted here because we are free it's going to be appealing 
And it's going to be hard to combat with the Word of God and the appealing and the attraction of this stuff that's going on in this world. There's an association on the Broadway. Why everybody's doing it. Everybody, you, I've, I've heard this in churches. Well, if that church is doing it, why don't we do it? Why don't we do the exact same thing that church is doing? Because you look at the crowd they have in that church. Oh, man, they come in. They are packed. They are shouting. They are raising the roof up. Why can't we do what that church is doing? First question you have to ask, is it of God? Is it of God? Everybody wants to be on a Broadway because, hey, everybody else is on that Broadway and I'm not by myself. I've got company. Hey, I've got friends. I've got family. I've got loved ones. I've got acquaintance on the Broadway. I'm not by myself. I've got somebody with me. That's a sad thing to be on that Broadway. There are a lot of people that will say, on that Broadway, we can wind, wind up in hell for all eternity. Enter ye in the straight in the gate. Wide is the gate. Broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Not just a few, but there are a lot of people. There are many. There will be which go in thereat. It's appealing because you have plenty of people on the road. You have company. You know, you can be an oddball on the broad road and still be accepted. You don't have to be a square. You don't have, you can, whatever you want to be on this broad road, you can be accepted. You don't have to be a weirdo. You don't have to be a Bible thumper on this broad road. You don't have to have a preacher on this broad road. On the broad road, there are plenty of association, there are plenty of people to associate with. On the Broadway, there are things, they say things like, well, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. So what the problem is? Everybody's watching it. Everybody's listening to it. Everybody's condoning it. Everybody's uh, voting for it. Everybody's uh, 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 wearing it. Everybody's saying, uh, saying this and saying that and thinking that and thinking this. Can I just say, everybody ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. They can't say everybody's doing it. I'm not doing it. And I know some preachers that stand against it. I know some churches that stand against it. Not everybody's doing it. As long as I'm here, we're not going to do it. I don't look good with the smoke screen. I don't go good with the praise and worship team. I don't go good with Megatron, Bigtron, what do they call them things? Drumbotron, I don't look good with those either. Everybody ain't doing it. You know, what I, the biggest reason why people wind up in hell for all eternity, they're simply unwilling to take the ridicule that comes with being on the narrow way. Oh, look at you. You say, if I get on the narrow way, I might have to let my family go. You might have to. If I get on that narrow way, I won't have as many friends as I got. You're right. You're going to lose some friends. I guarantee that. 
If I get on that narrow road, everybody's going to look at me, point at me, and laugh at me, call me all things. You know what? It's okay. It's okay to be called narrow-minded. I'd rather be on the narrow road alone with Jesus Christ than on the broad road with all the multitudes in this world today because I know the end thereof. Pondering the broad road. We really need to make our road selection sure tonight. You need to know what road you are on. And can I say this? The way you act, the way you carry on, and what you say and how you do things tells me what road you're on tonight. Amen. Hey, you can say, I'm on the narrow road, but you can't run down to the bar and fall off the bar stools on Saturday night and get up on Sunday morning and claim to be on a narrow road. No, 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 no. You can't do that. No. You can't run around and play games and, and do this and do that and then come to church on Sunday morning and expect to be on that narrow road. No, you can't do that. There is an annihilation on the broad road. Jesus said, this gate, this path, this broad way leadeth to destruction. You realize what Solomon said in Proverbs 14, 12? There's a way that which seemeth right unto man. You, you see, they didn't ponder the road. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man. And they didn't ponder the road. But he says, but in the end thereof, the ways of death. The end of the road, is Broadway, is absolutely, absolutely the lake of fire for all eternity. There's no help for them. You can keep walking that path. You can keep moving down that road if you choose to, but you know this. The bridge is out down the road. The bridge is out ahead. And there are many walk that way and they're falling off today. Let me just say this. I've been told this from knee high to a grasshopper to not too long ago. If everybody would jump off the building, would you jump with them? Why do you even have to think? Why do you have to think? I think my, my grandmother used to ask me that. If, if everybody's doing this, you think you're going to go down there and do it with them? And I'm trying to find a downside to it. No. no. If everybody's jumping off a building, you ain't going to run off and jump off a building with them. And if everybody's on that broad way that leadeth to destruction and you know it leads that way, then you should not go with them unless you are joined up with them. The lake of fire for all eternity. Man, the broad way, there's an annihilation, there's death at the end of the broad way. And that sounds gloom, don't it? Gloom and doom on that broad way. But I'm glad to report to you that Jesus just does not leave it right there. The Lord said there's two roads. And I'm glad that God allows us to get off that broad road. Amen. I've been on that broad road. God has placed exit ramps all up and down that broad road for you and I to get off. That leads over to another road. That leads over to life eternal. I'm so glad of that.
So I was lost one day and I found the exit side. I found the door and the door found me and I got off that broad road. Now I'm not saying, hey, I've been perfect ever since. I slipped and fall. I've messed up. But thank God I'm not getting off the narrow way because I messed up. I'm just asking Jesus to forgive me and pick me up and put me back on the road again. There is another road. But this road is narrow, he says. This road has rules. Whoop. We don't like to be rules, do we? This road has regulations on it. The Bible is our road map. The Bible is our rule book. The Bible dictates to us what we can do and what we can't do. Where to go and what to say and what to do. And everything in between that, the Bible has already laid it out for you. It said, hey, here it is. This is your life. Read it. So let's ponder that path for a moment and see if there's a difference between the narrow road and the broad road. We've seen the attraction. We've seen the association. We've seen the annihilation that's on that broad road. What did we find on that narrow road? First of all, we find access to the narrow way. Thank God there's access to the narrow way. You sitting here tonight and you're tired of being on that broad road, that road that leads to emptiness, leaves you broke, busted, disgusted. I'm tired, and, tired of traveling in that direction. I'm tired of going down that path. I know that I'm a sinner and headed for hell. Now I want to get off this road. Get on that narrow road that Jesus preached about. Well, how do you get on the narrow road? The same way you got on the broad road. You got birthed into that broad road, amen? Because of Adam's sin, because of their failure in the garden, even the, when the sin is birthed on us, the, the sin of man, and you're born in sin, conceived in sin, and if you don't get right, you'll die in sin. If the way you got on that broad road was a birth, and let me just tell you, the same way you got on that broad road is the same way you get on that narrow road. You must have another birth birth Nicodemus told Jesus how can a man go back into the mother's womb and you don't understand it. he says I'm not talking about a physical birth I'm talking about a spiritual birth you've got to be born again to get on this narrow road that's the only way to get on this road it's the only access to that's the only way you can get on to it it's through a spiritual birth this evening There's got to be a place and a time in your whole life as a Christian that you've had a second birth. And you can say, I know the day and I know the hour and I know when. Your first birth is not good enough. It takes another birth. Your first birth puts you in a, a path, broad way. Your second birth, your spiritual birth, puts you on that narrow road. Now you're heading in a new direction. Let me just say this. If you got saved and you know you're saved, you know you're washed by the blood of Jesus, and you're still heading in the same direction you was before you got saved, I suggest you to, to run to the altar, get right with God, get born again, and turn about and go in the other direction. Amen. 
You can't tell me you're born again and still do the same things you were doing before you got born again. Amen. Amen. Christian people, so-called Christians, tell me this all the time. Well, I'm born again. I'm on my way to heaven. Well, your life speaks different. I mean, you can't. I'm going. I'm going to meet Jesus. You're right. You're going to meet somebody. You might think it's not Jesus. You can't sit down the bars and, and, and sit. I love this guy. Told me, he said, "I'm going to go to the bars and I'm going to convert those in the bars." It went too long. That boy was back down in the bar, falling off the bar stools. You can't convert a sinner by yourself. And let me just say what this, uh, let me just throw this out there. You can't convert a sinner to begin with. It takes the power of Jesus. They must be led by the Spirit of God. They must, the Spirit of God must get into them. You're just to be a witness that's strong in this world and do what God has told you to do. Jesus said you've got to live your life. And, and let me just say this. This is not a suggestion. This is not a try and see if you like it. This is not one of those things on TV. Well, order it. Try it for 30 days. If you don't like it, send it back. We'll give you money back. This is not like that. Jesus said it's all or nothing. This is the way it has to be. You've got to live according to the word of God. You've got to walk according to the word of God. Romans 5 says we have access by faith into the grace wherein we stand. Put your faith in Jesus Christ and what he did for you at the cross of Calvary. And when you exercise that faith in Jesus, God births you into the grace and puts you on that narrow road. I have access to this narrow road. I wonder what path you were on tonight. Are you pondering your path tonight? This narrow road. This road with Jesus. You know, on the broad road, they don't care if you fall, stumble, or trip. They'll, they'll just keep walking over you. There's no help on the broad road. But on this narrow road, we have roadside assistance. It's roadside assistance. And you can be going down this narrow road uh, and stumble and fall. Somebody's going to pick you up. You might have messed up, but somebody's going to pick you up. You might have tripped, somebody's going to pick you up. You're never going to be left alone. He says, I'm closer than a brother. He's always with us. He's always beside us. You're not left alone on the narrow road. There's somebody walking with you on the narrow road. He's got you by the hand. He's driving you down the narrow road. Say, hey, I've got you. Don't worry about it. Some of us fall on that narrow road, amen? Some of us mess up on that narrow road, amen? You say, well, I've never messed up on that. I guarantee you, most of you thought something today. You should not have thought it. You should not have thunked. That's what they say down south. Amen. I guarantee you, some of you are sitting here this morning with the service this morning thinking, well, I wish he would shut up. Amen. Come on now, let's be honest. 
you, you messed up and that's Jesus there. He's our roadside assistant. He said, I'm here to help you anytime you fall, anytime you make a mistake. But let me just say this. Don't keep making the same mistake over and over and over because you haven't repented of what you've done. Amen. We have roadside assistance on this narrow road. He cares for you. He said, cast your cares upon me for he careth for you. You mess up and break down, he's there to care for you. There's an accomplishment on this road, narrow road. When this narrow road is finished, the accomplishment of this narrow road Listen, where, where does it take you? Where does this road take you? Listen, I, I don't get on a road unless I know where that road's going to take me. I, I just don't jump on a road and don't know where that road's going to end up at. I, I, I've got in mind where this road is going to drop me off at. I can get on a road so that I'm going here and this road will take me to where I'm. There's a, there's a destination at the end of the road that I'm on. And let me just say this, there's a destination at the end of the road, narrow road that you're on today. And that destination is heavenly home, amen. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, hey, I, I'm looking for that what he prepared for me. He said, in my father's house of many mansions, I'm looking for that. He's there for you. He said Verse 14, it leadeth to life. You, you know what that life, he said it leadeth to life. You know what that life is? It's a person. It is a person. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It, it, it leads to a person. Jesus, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. I know where my path is leading to me tonight. I know where I'm going on my path. I, I, I love going to my grandmother's when I was young. We could get in the car, and as soon as we go start going down the road, I can recognize where I was at on that road, and I knew where I was going to wind up at, and it just swelled up in my soul. I just, I'm going to my grandma's, I'm going to my grandma's. And that was both of my grandmothers. I, 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 and I could tell the road I was on, and I could see markers, and I could tell how long it was going to take me to get there. I could see this. I said, well, I know I'm going to see this up here. I, I get up there, and I see that. I said, well, right around the bend, that's going to be right there. I get around the bend, that's right there. I said, right down the road. Let's take this left. I'm going to be at my grandma's. Let me tell you what. God has placed road markers on his narrow road. That you can say, hey, I, I, I know where I'm at right now. And I'm going down the road and I know what's ahead. He, he, told us, he told us in Revelation what to expect and what to see and what to look for. He says, uh, I, there's, there's things uh, that are going to be looked for. You need to look for those markers that say, hey, you're getting closer to home. You're getting ready to get home because that marker is pointing to that way. And as you get closer and closer, you know you're getting closer to getting to that home. That you're looking for. I love 
the road that I'm on, this narrow road. But I'm afraid that that broad road has a lot of attraction. It's really appealing to society today. He said, well, what do you do? We stay in the Word of God. We live the life that God has told us to live. We let that light shine and let God work on their hearts. Let God deal with their hearts. Because the first time you jump out there and start pointing your finger at them, you lose them. You lose them. Jesus said, hey, then point, go out and point your finger. He said, let your light shine so. Not, it's not what 